Welcome to episode number 14 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and today I want to give you seven Bible reading plan ideas to help you read and get into the Word of God. Let's dive in. Most Christians understand that reading the Bible is really important, yet most of us just don't know where to start. So what I want to do today is actually talk about how to get into God's Word through reading. Now, in future podcasts, we're going to talk about the necessity of not only reading the Bible, but also studying it. But for today, I want to focus on reading God's Word. What's interesting is that you can read the entire Bible in one year if you just read for 10 to 15 minutes a day which technically is not that much time. Now, most of us argue, well, I don't have time to get into God's word. And yet we're spending hours in front of television or the internet. Truth be told, all of us can give 10 to 15 minutes every single day. And in doing so, we could read the entire Bible in one year. So here's my encouragement to you. If you've never read the entirety of God's word, make a diligent effort to do so this year. Now, as of this recording, it's the middle of April. And you still have nine whole months that you can really get into God's word. So I challenge you, if you've never read the entirety of God's word, make an effort to do so this year. It may take you about 20 minutes a day, but you can do it. But here's my other encouragement. Even if you've read the entire Bible through, make a diligent effort to read the Bible through over and over again. See, it should be one of those things in the Christian life that we just don't do once and check off a list. It should be something that we do year after year after year. One of the heroes of the faith, George Mueller, it said that he read the Bible through hundreds of times before his death. Wouldn't that be an amazing thought that in the span of your life, however many years God gives you, you've read the Bible through over and over and you know it's you know the word, you know the richness of God's word. So I encourage you, even once you get through it, immediately jump back in and read it through over and over and over again. One of the great things about reading the Bible is that it gives you the overview of the entirety of scripture. Yes, I think you should study the Bible in depth. However, as a part of that study process, you need to be constantly reading the word. It's been a very profitable thing in not only my life, but throughout Christian history. Be a man or a woman of the word. Now, for some of you ADD people out there, I understand the idea of just monotonously going through it over and over and over again just kind of sounds, ah, it's just too much. So here's my suggestion. I'm going to give you seven Bible reading plan ideas that's going to help you engage God's word and keep it fresh. But another idea is to actually change the translation that you're reading from. Now, I understand there's a lot of kind of wishy-washy or very uh, milky kind of translations out, out now. But but what's interesting is when you read different translations, it can give a freshness to what what you're seeing and what you're reading. Sometimes it allows you to see the word of God in a fresh way where you see a word or you see a phrase and you're like, whoa, I don't remember that. And then it encourages you to actually study it out. So while I'm not encouraging you to go read some of the milky translations out today, find some great translations and just read a variety of them to not only keep your Bible reading fresh, but to give you new insight and, and perspective on what 
the Word of God actually says. So some great suggestions is stuff like the King James, the New King James, the New American Standard, the ESV, uh, the MEV, the Holman Christian Standard Bible, the Amplified. These are all great translations, and they're all relatively word for word to like get you in and bring a freshness to your Bible reading. But let's actually dive in into the reading plans. Now, these are going to be relatively simple. I'm not going to spend a lot of time explaining the details and intricacies of the reading plans. I just want to get you started. So here are seven different Bible reading plans that you can literally start today to get in to the Word of God. So number one, read a selection of the Bible, a part of the Old Testament, New Testament, a Psalm, and a Proverb. Now, if you go to a Christian bookstore today and pick up a one-year Bible, most of them are set up in this kind of system where that gives you an Old Testament passage, a New Testament passage, a little bit of a psalm, and a piece of a proverb. Now, what's great about this is that you don't get stuck in one particular book for a length of period of time. In other words, you're constantly reading through the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Psalms, and the Proverbs. And it's kind of giving you a collection of what the Word of God says. Now, sometimes it's kind of hard to keep it all you know, in track and in your mind of, of where you're at and what's going on in terms of the global picture, but it's a great way to keep a freshness to your reading. So what I did is either grab a one-year Bible or just kind of create one on your own, but read just a chapter or two from the Old Testament, a chapter or two from the New Testament, and a psalm and a proverb. So model number one or idea number one for how to read the Bible through is read a selection of the Old Testament, New Testament, psalm, and proverb every single day. Now again, all you need to do is read 10 to 15 minutes and you can get through the entire Bible in one year. The second idea or the second model is read the Bible through chronologically. One of the richest things I've ever done, and I've done this several times in my life, is where you start in the book of Genesis and you begin to read the Bible through chronologically. Now you recognize that the way that the Bible was written or or how we have it compiled in our scriptures is not how it happened in terms of the timeline. For example, a lot of scholars suggest that the book of Job actually happened between the chapters chapters 11 and chapters 12 of Genesis. So right before the time of Abraham, likely the book of Job took place. So as I'm reading the book of Genesis, I'd read chapters 1 through 11, and then, oh, I read the book of Job. And then I continue with reading the book of Abraham, or <laughs> reading the story of Abraham in chapter 12 of Genesis. Then I get into Exodus, and in the middle of reading Exodus, I'm reading Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers all together. Then as I get into the book of Joshua and Judges and Ruth, and as I come into the times of Kings, it's, it's really neat because I can be reading Samuel and Kings and Chronicles and the prophets all together in the order that it actually happened chronologically. If you want another illustration, uh, you'd be reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all at the same time. As you engage in the book of Acts, you'd read a little bit of Acts and you'd read Galatians and a little bit of Acts and you'd read you know, the Corinthians and a little bit of Acts and you'd read because you're reading it how it, really in terms of the timeline, took place. What this does is it gives you a great global perspective of the timeline of biblical history. And it can give you a great insight into the Word of God when you read it chronologically. So there's some great chronological helps out there, whether it's an actual Bible written chronologically or whether you just get a a system on a piece of paper. I encourage you at some point in your life, read the Bible through chronologically. It can give you a great insight and depth into the Word of God. Number three, I would encourage you to read the Bible in a short span of time. And in other words, what would it look like if you read the entire Bible through in 90 days? Or for example, what if you read the New Testament through every single month for one year? See, what that does is it really forces 
Now, I understand it takes more time, but it forces so much reading that you begin to see connections that you often don't see when you take it and span it over the course of, say, a year. So what would it look like if you read in an an hour every single day or an hour and a half every single day? Now, I get it. It's a time commitment. But when you read the Bible like that and you're just soaked and saturated within the pages, there's just a lot of aha moments that take place. The other great thing about this is that you only spend a day or two in the book of Leviticus. You only spend a day or two in the book of, uh, you know, like the book of Jeremiah because you're reading the Bible through so quickly. So those books that, you know, a lot of people kind of struggle through and it's just like, oh, when is, when is Leviticus going to end? Well, it doesn't take that long when you're reading, reading the Bible through in about 90 days. So one way to do this is to grab your Bible, figure out how many pages there are, and then divide it by however, however many days you want to read this. So if you want to read the Bible through in 90 days, take the number of pages, divide it by 90, and that will tell you how many pages every single day you should read it. One of my good friends several years ago decided that she wanted to read the Bible through once a month for an entire year. And granted, she only got through, I think it was 10 times, but she said the great insight that she had by reading the Bible just through concentratively, just over and over and over again in such a short span of time, gave her phenomenal just insight and illumination into God's word. So again, idea number three is read the entire Bible through or read a chunk of it, for example, the New Testament through in a short span of time, whether it be through one month or whether it be through a quarter of the year, like 90 days, or even say half the year, but reading it quickly. Now, plan number four is this. I got this from John MacArthur and a little book that he wrote on Bible study. One of the things that he suggested is what would it look like if you read the Old Testament through once every single year, which might take you 10, maybe 15 minutes, and all you did was just read the Old Testament through, just start in Genesis and work through Malachi. But as you did that, what if you took one of the New Testament books and read it every single day for 30 days? So for example, let's say I'm reading the book of Genesis. I'm really working from Genesis through Malachi in one year. But then I took a book, say the book of First John, and I read the book of First John every single day for 30 days. Now, if I did that, what is so neat is that in two and a half years, I could literally do an in-depth Bible reading of the entire New Testament. And then here is the suggestion. For the books that have a lot of chapters, like the book of Matthew has 28 chapters, then read the book in sections of about seven chapters. So for the book of Matthew, what if you took Matthew chapter one through chapter seven and read that every single day for one month? So I read chapter one through chapter seven every day for a month. Then the next month, I read chapters 8 through chapters 14. So Matthew would take me about four months to get through. But you realize that if I would just drench myself in God's word, I would have an in-depth understanding at some level of every single New Testament book in about two and a half years. Now, if you're going to do this, I would highly encourage you, before you move on to the next section or the next book, write out a theme for each chapter or write out a an overview of the book itself, which lets you process and really sink your teeth into that book. So that's the idea. So read the Old Testament, maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes every single day so you can read it through in one year and then read a New Testament book every single day for 30 days. Plan number five. This is something that George Mueller used to do and this is how he read the entire Bible through hundreds of times throughout his entire life. 
What he would do is that he would start in the Old Testament and just read for that day. And then he would put a bookmark. The next day, he would open up the New Testament, read the New Testament for that day, and then put a bookmark. The next day, he would go back to the Old Testament and continue reading where he left off. So every other day, he would spend one day in the Old Testament, one day in the New Testament. The next day in the Old Testament, the next day in the New Testament. That's how he read the Bible through hundreds of times by the time he died. Plan number six. Not long ago, I was listening to this audiobook by Pastor Skip from Calvary Albuquerque. And one of the things he mentioned about reading the Bible, which I thought was just a great idea. In fact, I started utilizing this for my own personal reading time. Is he said, I understand that some days you just don't have as much time to read as others. He said, so whatever time you have to read that day, read as far as you can in a particular section of the Bible. So what he recommended is on Mondays, you read the law. For example, Genesis through Deuteronomy. On Tuesday, you read the histories, which is Joshua through Esther. On Wednesday, you read poetry, which is Job through the Song of Solomon. On Thursday, it's the prophets, which is Isaiah through Malachi. Friday, you focus on the Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Saturday, you read the rest of the New Testament, which is Acts through Revelation. And then Sunday, you can kind of pick and choose whatever you want to read. But he says, if you did that, say you had 20 minutes. On Monday, what I would do is I'd pick up the Bible, go to Genesis, and read just for 20 minutes in Genesis. And however far I got, I put a bookmark. On Tuesday, I go to Joshua and read as far as I can with as much time as I have. On Wednesday, I go to Job and begin to read Job and, and all the poetry books. And then as you finish that section, you just go back and you start over again. What's been really neat is that as I've been reading, you begin to long and get excited for, oh, tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh, I'm so excited. I get to go back to the book of Psalms. Or wow, tomorrow is, is Saturday. Oh, I'm so excited to get back into Corinthians. And what it begins to do is you begin to kind of get this different texture for every single day of the week. And hey, I've been trying it. It's been really rich in my own personal life. And it just keeps you constantly in the word. And nothing. And another thing that's really neat about this idea is that because on Fridays, you're, you're focusing on Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels, you're actually reading through the Gospels more frequently than any other section, which probably makes sense anyway, since all of that obviously is focused on the life of Jesus Christ. If you want more details, you can look at the show notes and I have this kind of laid out um, on the website. And then plan number seven is listen to an audio Bible. One of the things that's neat, especially if you're driving a lot or, you know, you do a lot of running or, you you know, you're, you're just working around the house or, you know, it's now that it's springtime, there's a lot of outside activities and, you know, yard work and stuff. Listen to an audio Bible, grab a great audio Bible and just begin to listen to it. Now, some are designed so that they're dramatized, so you have different voices and, you know, music background and sound effects, and some are just one person reading the Bible. But regardless, keeping that word in your mind as you're listening to it and just meditating while you're doing other stuff is just a really rich, rich way to enhance and deepen your understanding of God's word. So there you have it, seven simple ideas of how to get into the word. Now, just as a quick review, number one, Use like the one-year Bible idea and read a section from the Old Testament, New Testament, Psalm, and a Proverb. Number two, read the Bible through chronologically. Number three, read the Bible through in a short period of time, for example, in 90 days. Number four, read the Old Testament through every single year, but then read one New Testament book every single day for 30 days. Number five, do the George Mueller idea where you're reading and going back and forth between the Old Testament and New Testament every other day. Number six, focus on a distinct section of the Bible every single day of the week. For example, Monday, you look at the law, Tuesday, the histories, Wednesday, poetry, 
Thursday, the prophets, Friday, the gospels, and Saturday, the rest of the New Testament. Sunday would obviously be your choice. And then number seven, listen to an audio Bible. So as I mentioned last time, my prayer is that you and I would have an increasing love, hunger, and delight for God's word as we read and we study it. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. I I really hope that these seven plans and ideas for reading the word will benefit your life as you engage and get into the depth of the word of God. So please do not wait till just till next January to start. Start today. And I encourage you, even before December happens, see if you can read the entire Bible through at least one time. And as I mentioned before, once you've read it through, don't stop. Jump back in and read it over and over and over again. Now for show notes of this episode, including details about all those different reading plans and more information and articles of how to study and read God's word, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 14 for episode number 14. Well, until next time, know I'm cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.